The Listening for Clues team welcomes you to a four-part mini-series, Discover Advent in Everyday Life, Finding Hope, Peace, Joy, and Love. We're using excerpts from our Good News podcast series with time for reflection. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, you are the hope of our messy world. This Advent, help us slow down, listen to your voice, and focus on what's really important. We place our hope in you as we prepare our hearts to celebrate your birth on Christmas. Amen. Our first speaker is the Reverend Derek Miller. He is Rector of St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Ellicott City. In all that you do at St. Peter's and with the, the with Ellicott City, what has surprised you the most? Hmm. That's a really good question. I I think the the depth of the resilience of people continues to surprise me. You know, for those that don't know, St. Peter's as a church itself has gone, also gone through its own layers of trauma and has made it through that. It's a church that experienced imperilment. And from what I understand, imperilment is oftentimes more of a stage on the way to the, the ending of a church. And, and St. Peter's was able to come out of that and I think stronger than it was going into it. In that same time frame, it also experienced tragedy. There was an incidence of gun violence about 11 years ago where our parish administrator and a, a priest at the time, their lives were both taken by gun violence and the, the shooter also turned the gun on himself. And that was a very tragic and very difficult circumstance for the church to work through and overcome. And you know, I'm told that on the Sunday following that tragic event that they were committed to still worshiping in their own church. The, the Sunday following the Friday, I believe. That, that is incredible strength and resilience in the face of, of real, real intense tragedy. And so I, I continue to see that showing up again and again here in this church community in the way that they have now also leveraged that resilience in service of others who've now gone through two floods and who've now gone through a, a pandemic and are coming out of it. And so, yeah, that's a long answer of way of saying resilience. It's, it's been a, a wonderful thing to see. Of course, there's other difficulties that come with experiencing trauma and living with that as a community and as individuals, but that resilience is, is nevertheless very present. In the next two minutes, reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life?
Our next speaker is the Reverend Gloria Carpinetto, pastor of Living Water Inclusive Catholic Community. Yeah, so, so Gloria, I think the thing that this is making me wonder about too, and I, I just, I know you're a woman of great faith, and as a, as a faithful Christian, as a faithful Catholic, there's always this element of hope. And I'm wondering what hope you have for living water for women, Roman Catholic women priests. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny that you should ask that question because I just read an article in America Magazine about the Sisters of Charity of New York, who were huge, if, if you're familiar with any of the boroughs of New York, they were huge in terms of the work that they did and are doing with hospitals, shelters, homes for children, work with immigrants. The women have been around forever just doing wonderful work. And they just had a, one of their councils. And at the council, they voted, first of all, all of the sisters voted unanimously. They voted to stop accepting applicants. And they voted to see their work as they worded it to completion. So their notion of hope is living to the end of what they began, knowing that beyond that, there's something else. You know, their hope is in the seeds that they planted. I think that's the gospel for this weekend, isn't it? The sower and the seeds. Their hope is in the seeds that they planted and allowing someone else to take over after them. So I think for Living Water, it's the same sense. I happen to be writing right now our spiritual autobiography. And I, <laughs> I actually finished it, or I thought I did, in 2019. I was writing about all the wonderful things that had happened to form our community through 2019 and then bam, along comes the pandemic. And so there's Zoom. And so we're not meeting in person anymore. And so a lot of our outreach ministries have just stopped. So now there's a chapter of our autobiography that goes from 2020 to 2023. And basically is saying, we think we are still doing good work. We think we are going to be forever. But like those sisters, if it happens that we are not, well, we will have been a step in the evolution of whatever God's eye sees as the next point of evolution. In the next two minutes, reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life?
Our next speaker is Brother Christian Ventura, Dominican friar and postulant for holy orders in the Episcopal Church. I mean, even in the, the laity, the laity are called to, to do diaconal ministries, all of us are. I think that, that what that might look like is to empower Gen Z in what it is they already do. And so see that Gen Z folks are very vocal about what they care about and are preaching, not necessarily from their pulpit, but they're preaching from Twitter, now X. <laughs> A ton of opportunities where people are being very vocal about what they care about and are dedicated to truth. And I think that if the church can help in some ways speak that language and engage people in, in areas that Gen Z has already almost mastered in the sense these these online tools and these digital evangelism, I think that, that there's a lot of fruit that's there. In the recent It's All About Love Festival, I attended this wonderful workshop with Reverend Riley, which was TikTok evangelism. And he had shared that she has been able to connect people to churches that are safe spaces for people, not just in the Episcopal Church, but locally through other denominations too. This is a way that the church can give back, not just for our Episcopalian tradition, but also for the entirety of the body of Christ. So I have a lot of optimism. I have a, I have a lot of hope. That's great. And hope is supposed to be one of the big things that the church offers to people. You, know, it, you also made me think that if the church is truly following Jesus in the way of love, and Gen Z folks are following the way of love, whether they're seeing it as the way that Jesus pointed or not. We're at least on a parallel path, but we are together in that way. So that's, that's a reassuring and hopeful message to me, Christian. Thank you for that. Absolutely. I think when, when presiding Bishop Curry says that it's not about love, it's not about Jesus, I know you mentioned the sense of, of an organized religion, and I think that that's, those are key words that I hear a lot of younger folks use is that I want to experience God, but I don't like the idea of organized religion. And a, a lot of, and that's a good point because that makes sense. A lot of people have been hurt by organized religion mm. in many ways. What I think that some young folks might need to hear is what, what beloved community looks like. And that yes, we all absolutely can explore our own experiences of the divine, but having communal worship together is so special and spectacular and to love our neighbors together with our neighbors is is just is a beautiful thing and and for us to continue to create spaces as a church for to experience beloved community i think is is another area that we certainly should continue to support in the next two minutes Reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life?
Our last speaker is the Reverend Derek Miller, Rector of St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Ellicott City, Maryland. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering for, for you as well as the community, Derek, and kind of living through these traumas, whether it was vicariously by being just part of the history, you yourself, there's traumas or obstacles you faced your own life. How, what, what do you see is the source Let's say, maybe take it for you, but it's not too personal question. What What is the source of that spiritual resilience or, or strength? Where, do, where does that come from for you? How do you, how are you nourished? Yeah. You know, I, if I could sum it up in a, in a word, I would say it's, it's the word connection. So connection, connection with God through obviously some of the spiritual practices that many of us engage with. For me, I've learned that that connection is often found by me getting away from all that is digital and distracting and being, being very much in, in place in nature. You know, this morning, as much as I didn't want to get myself out of bed this morning, I did to go on my, what's become a morning run ritual for me. And I intentionally do that here in the community in places where there's a lot of leaves and water running and, you know, and so that's, that's been very helpful and grounding for me because it helps reconnect me to myself as a creature, to being a part of the broader creation and the one who's created it to my creator. I think also connection with each other. And so being able to do that, obviously in regular worship, rather regular gathering with each other, sharing with each other. I mean, I mentioned having had a moment of pastoral care right before I jumped onto this call, there is a connection that is really profound when you connect with someone else in in the heaviness and in the their in their difficulty it it evokes those times where you felt that same connection i think often of Henri Nouwen's discussion around this about the wounded healer that we mm-hmm. connect in our place of common woundedness and that that can be that can be very profound and sacred when we connect in that way questions for two-minute reflection what did you hear and what is your source of hope
Thanks so much for being with us today. The full podcasts are all available on listeningforclues.com, Listening for Clues on YouTube, and just about every audio podcast platform that there is. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, peace and blessings.